Welcome, everybody, to Podcast Height Drop. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? How'd you start you. that shit? <laughs> Podcast Height Drop, number 11. I was, like, brainstorming topics. We're right? starting with Ebola, <laughs> and it is horse We're starting with Ebola. We're not starting with Ebola. What the okay, fuck? Hey, 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 he just want to sabotage. We got Noxie born in the house starting off with Ebola. <laughs> Yo, Noxie. We got Dylan over here eating fucking it. Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's pounding some kombucha, and I'm gonna just hash out a little bit about Ebola. No, no, no. You're gonna audition the topic of Ebola. Auditioning? I'm just gonna talk. No, about you're gonna from... audition for it in front of this audience. What now. do you mean? How do I audition for it? You, you, you have to gain our interest immediately. Otherwise, we're gonna veto this. Topic. Wait, so well, you know, you know how Ebola is happening right now. Well, it's bothering me. Then all these fucking people just don't even get quarantined. They're just letting people just Dude, fucking float around down, with Ebola. Calm down. It's just bothering they me. They are getting quarantined. Dude, when they find out that they have Ebola, they shouldn't let anyone so in and out of Texas. Ebola now? No one is allowed <laughs> in and out of Texas. Dude, Period. They've, Dude. They've already fucked that up. So we're fucked as a species. You're so Dude, 17 kindergartners You're in Texas. You're so ignorant, Sonny. You just need to stop. Dude, it's okay. You have no information okay. on this situation. It's bothering you. You're not Dude. qualified to speak on it Dude, whatsoever. If, I will have health insurance. If I got Ebola right now, what would I do? I'd be okay, fucked. Well, I would be like, yo, you guys have to pay you for this. Have you shouldn't let fucking Ebola come to America, assholes. Check your flights, dog. Quarantine motherfuckers before they leave fucking South Africa. You sound ridiculous. <laughs> no, you that's sound ridiculous. like you have no idea what you're talking about. Have you paid any attention to the news at all? Dude, Ebola is some serious shit, dude. It can just spread like mother. You know, dude. help is terrified that that's how we're all going to die. Is this help? The help no, is no. influencing me. Help has talked to me about this. And he told me, he's like, this is Help how has got no expertise either. No. He just are not scientists. His fear, <laughs> his fear when he was a little kid was he's like, this is. The planet's got like, to like, get killed because of like, you know. The human race isn't going to get ruined because okay, of global warming. what are your qualifications? None. But he just told me okay, there was something that was weird. What are your qualifications? And I was just like, oh, I'm a physics man. Okay, well, people that are everything. way smarter than you say that there's really not much to worry about at all. Well, so how I about you just listen to those people, all those people instead of going off on well, a tangent being super paranoid? I'm not, no I'm not even paranoid. It's just you just said you're scared. That they're like, oh, we got this under control. And then all of a sudden, fucking 20 people here. And then 20 people over there. Where fucking is this 20 people? Shit. Where is this 20 people? Dude, 17 kindergartners in Texas just got fucking a bowl and started vomiting shit. Where they're they're quarantined like a fucking little ward just for these like kids. Dude, just boom. I don't, I don't, they, I don't they, think there this, was some night. This is not the news, and I don't know if I can trust your sources, sir. Dude, it's on I, Facebook I don't know. this morning. It was on Facebook. It's on but Facebook. It was, oh, that, incredible. It was a post stories, from a yeah. news. Was it a it, sponsored it was, ad? It was not a sponsored <laughs> ad, thank you very much. You better watch yourself. Dude, I Dude, don't I, care, man. You better do some research before you I bring think, this up on the podcast. I think, I think people. I told Knox before this. If he brings up a bull, he better have something really new and exciting to say about it. And he did not. Well, and all right. Failed. We'll just wait for people to keep dying. <laughs> all right. You know what I have to say down. about it? Fucking, there's always some bullshit that comes through. Like swine flu, bird Oh, yeah. Flu. Just because you survived the swine flu, Dylan, does <laughs> not mean that people are getting fucked right now by a bull. I'm just saying, there's always like this big Dude, there's got to be like, hysteria for people to be distracted by. And you're getting distracted. Oh, I'm not really They've that succeeded with you. They got you. They got help, too, apparently. Help is actually really worried about it. I'm not too worried about it. It's just annoying that it just keeps coming up. I'm just like, why don't you fucking get to this shit first? Guess dog? what, man? What Elver? Even if you what got Elver? Ebola, you don't matter that much. You'll die of Ebola. <laughs> Life will go on. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> That's not okay. Yeah. Except you'd probably give me Ebola. No, you would. I am. I'm going to sneeze on you the first moment. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gonna just make out with our water jug. Alright, well... It'll be doomed. Because I know you drink water. Here's the way I would look at it. I haven't heard much that has frightened me in any way, shape, or form. And first of all, I welcome the apocalypse. Because it'd just be interesting. (laughs) Second of all, I don't have any knowledge on it. So I'm not going to talk about it too much. I don't pay attention enough to the news. I don't think that... Do they have a cure for it? I don't think that you pay attention enough either to really... they have a cure for Ebola? they have a cure for it? I don't know. I just don't I think have the time have to like look way, into it. Yeah. Who's got information time? is so, like, solid information is so hard to come by these days. It's like, you know, the first you get flight so to left Texas after that? Shut up. You got <laughs> you are done about Ebola. Went to Denver, bro. You're top, okay. I have heard that, chance to that, talk about that containing, the, like, flights and stuff is actually bad for, um, for the spread of it. Because then people can't go, like, seek medical attention, like, or, I don't know. There's, there's arguments against the containing it like shutting down areas even that have been exposed i've i don't know the arguments again i don't like to speak about stuff that i'm not educated yeah, why are on. we still talking about Ebola? so let's not even worry about right, it next however i would list. do some research instead of just freaking out uh, dude, i just just get both sides of the argument pay attention yeah. think about what they the smart people st- says we have a lot of scientists out people there. With, they need to get their shit on rap bro who the fucking scientists the people coming up with vaccines and shit they have their shit on rap you don't no, You're the one who's, like, do. contributing to the hysteria. Because people are getting fucking killed from it. Yeah, people are getting killed from a lot of shit every day. But there's, like, people smart trying to help. And you're saying, like, fuck those people right now because you're I say scared. fuck them. I want them to step their game up a little bit. Step your game up and find out more about Ebola. <laughs> Dude, I don't trust Wikipedia, right. so I don't search for Ebola. All right, scarf weather. All right, next oh, yeah. topic. This is Brandon's next. fucking... Oh, I wear fucking scarves when I'm wearing shorts in the fucking t-shirt. <laughs> well, whatever, man. I like to peacock a little bit sometimes. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. He's like, dude, I'm going to go train in this day. And I was like, are you seriously going to train this? <laughs> we get to the fucking place we're going to train. We step out of the car and dude, you just take this scarf and you leave it in the car. Dude, it's fun <laughs> to wear dumb clothes when you train, though. This. It takes the pressure off. It's kind of like a nice way to... Ease yourself into like that playful man state. I want to wear a man thong next time. I think it might. I've won several competitions, and I owe it partially to pants, the choice of pants. (laughs) I I try to wear ridiculous pants when I compete. If you've noticed, I I wore leggings and NAPC, like zebra striped leggings, and a ridiculously like cut up T-shirt. I looked stupid in, and for Tempest Games, I wore my leopard print pants that look like I. I'm more like a diaper. Dude, can I pick your them? pants for your next comp? Can you pick them? You know what? Yeah. I think there's something to that. I because like the first time that I wore crazy pants, the zebra, my zebra striped leggings, that was the time that I won. Yes. I won over you, And I got bro. second that time, which was a step up from first, because I wore like blue like pants that weren't even stretchy. stretchy. They were like dress pants. And I wore giant pineapple Polo. I looked like I was like a tourist. <laughs> tourist I really do. Get, I think I tourist about to get Ebola. That's a that's a brand Doug B Dougie secret. Wear something ridiculous to compete in, so you feel like just more silly and playful. It takes some of the. Pressure. Oh, we're, we're gonna plug H and M real quick because they have fat sales, seventy percent off, fifty percent off, all these fucking sales on scarves. <laughs> I went to fucking H and M and picked up two scarves for B Dougie today when he already had two scarves. Dude, I'm taking full advantage of the scarf season. Dude, I've never wanted to wear scarves in my life, really. Dude, you can get but s- now I've got five of them because they were only $2. They were two, $2.50. And guess what? I'm never going to need to buy a scarf again in my life. They might just hang on my wall. 
Scarf already saved my life this week. Wait, how? Um, I was hiking on a mountain and it was cold and rainy. And I had to give my jacket to this girl because she was, you know, I'm a chivalrous person. And, uh, well, I'm not that chivalrous. I but I was chivalrous enough that she was like, can I have your jacket? And I was like, yeah. But wore the headscarf around my head like I was in the desert, you know? Protect me from the rain and the wind. It was like as good as a hat. But it did, actually did it really actually helped. It helped a lot. Your life. <laughs> no, it didn't save my life. I guess I, I could have. I thought that you were going to say you took your scarf and you like hucked it over. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. I'm caught. I could have gone across like a river or something like that. I could have been hypothermic in a matter of minutes and I probably would have fallen off into my death had the scarf not like but snugly. But has it even been that cold like this week? No, that, really? they, yeah, last night? It was windy as shit. I was up on a mountain. Eh. I was really hoping I was you were going to do like bike. a speed climb. I was riding wait, my wait, bike. wait. But I didn't tell you the end of that story. I was 40 feet off the ground. <laughs> saving a baby bird. When all of a sudden... <laughs> snipers. They're after me. <laughs> but bullets ricocheted, luckily, into my scarf. Deflected because the layers. <laughs> the layers are so folded. You can't penetrate so a scarf. Cheap it was like H&M 13 scarf. layers when you fold it up. It's it's indestructible. It's I turned around, flung that scarf over this, like, the telephone wire that I was near. On the mountain. Yeah. Near the, the telephone wire on like the mountain. No, no, not on the mountain anymore. The telephone. Like, there's, there's telephone wires in the mountains. Shut telephone up. wire. Wait, you don't think they can down. send calls over mountain range? I'm sure, no. but... Anyhow... Listen to the story. Okay, so he jumps twenty five. So then feet I jump thirty the feet. <laughs> Why was a sniper trying to shoot you? What kind of gun was he using? Because you were wearing a scarf. Jealous, jealous a scarf, scarf risked your life. Hey, no, he was like, "Fuck that guy." He's wearing a scarf. <laughs> it's not even scarf weather yet, and he like takes a sniper and just. It was too scarf weather. <laughs> Hashtag wear your scarves. Oh, I still don't. Scarf I still pride. Hashtag draw your scarves, <laughs> dude. Scarf pride. I got scarf, scarf pride. pride. I don't give a shit. Say scarf a lot. Scarf, 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 scarf. Scarf it down. Scarves. Scarf your mouth out. All right, Man. so we've got two garbage Ooh. topics out of the way. God, Maybe we can get into some actual what do we got going on height drop-related topics. Well, it might not be scarf weather, but it is that time of the year when me and Noxy Boy here started training. It is. October. 2007. October 19th. How do you guys know me. the day that you started? I don't, I don't know the day. I just ago. know it was the month. Three year, days ago, day. seven years. He, he researched... To find the day, he had to call up his school and was like, yo, when was that fucking play or whatever the fuck it was? And he was like, what day was that? I need to know what day that was. And he, that's how I found out. I just knew that it was that so much. So it's your seven-year parkour anniversary? It is. Three, three days off, but yeah, the 19th. Feeling stoked. That's pretty, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, dude, there's something years. about it, dude. When you, when it's the, it's getting kind of cooler, it's not so fucking hot, and you can wear baggy-ass sweatpants. And baggy sweatpants just make you feel like such a gangster. Yeah. And it's just in there warm and it's padded and you can just fucking roll on anything. You can <laughs> roll on diamonds. <laughs> you know? So no, nice. Yeah. Back so, in the day, dude, remember how excited you were? I do. I do indeed. It's like fucking you guys aren't playing, excited anymore? It was like playing Pokemon. It was. Yeah, you just you're just like running around in the tall grass and you're just catching techniques. Just like fuck yeah. <laughs> you just like throw out a Pokeball and there's my Kong vault, right? And you're just like you just Dude, I remember on you didn't even need the Ultra Kong balls. It was over like a three foot wall and I had a foot drop into mulch. Yep. It was like Kong up, kind of. 
I don't remember my first. And I was like, oh my god, I did it! I think I Kong like I was doing like monkey plants and shit. Like I was doing Kongs under rocks. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I did some weird like solo training before I ever got like. It felt so good though. Like just like doing a Kong, you were just so stoked. You're like, dude, I just did a Kong. And people watching you when you're like first starting, they're probably just like this. This guy's just not cool enough at doing this. But now if they saw you, they'd just be dude, like, dude. When I first started doing Kongs, I was like kind of self teaching myself stuff. And I didn't think that, like, Kong for distance was a thing, I don't think. I was only dive Konging stuff, like, to get over it. I was like, if, if it's big, like, you just, you dive Kong it. You don't Kong over stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, like, Kong clear. I would just, like, only choose things to Kong to, like, dive Kong. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder. I just realized that. I just Kong to the concrete on the other side of the wall, or the grass, <laughs> or the pillows. The mattress. The bubbles. I like bubbles a lot. I didn't introduce mattresses until later when I was trying to learn flips. <laughs> Dude, remember when it was just so okay to vault something? Like, we worked on vaults today. It was so okay to, like, go over one thing and land on just the ground. You didn't have to be, li- like, striding rails or sketchy-ass little boxes or, like, anything super technical. You're just, you could just going vault. over just over a wall and then over another one, and it was just awesome. <laughs> it was pretty great. And you're like you said, you're getting those techniques, like, so quickly. Well, it happens so fast. That, that a compliment, yeah. you're just constantly so what's changed? improving. You're improving well, at a higher rate of speed, I feel like. I think, I think I remember reaching a plateau after I found a bunch of techniques. I was like, well, fuck yeah, I did all these techniques. And then I was like, wait, what do I do now? And then, like, eventually you figure out you can start combining them. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's, like, a whole new, like, yes, like, double Kong. And, like, you yeah. just, like, start combining shit. And then you reach another plateau. <laughs> I think yeah I think you definitely go through plateaus, plateaus and you have to figure it out yeah exactly there that's a good way to put it not the one plateau but plateaus yeah like you have multiple I don't know what was after that like lines you think it's just I guess like, I was trying to like clean everything up you think it's just like harder to find like new territory yeah I wonder why that is there's so much movement out there. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's because we box ourselves in sometimes. It's oh yeah. not anything to do with like us actually being so good that we can't learn new stuff all the time. <laughs> like it's obviously not the case, right? So watch videos. So I think it's just... like you get into habits and those habits start dictating the way you train. And then if you let them do that too much, then you kind of realize that you're doing the same shit over and over again. Yeah. And then you stop, you know, you have to look at yourself and go, oh, that's why I'm not stoked right now. And then you have to push yourself out of those boundaries again. It's crazy how many, like, external influences there are in your training. Just from, like, before you even go out your door and, like, put your shoes on, it's just, like, you know who you're training with. So they might have be at, like, a certain experience level or they might, like, have their own, like, skill set that you, like, already know they're going to do. Yeah. And you're going to be training with them. So they're going to influence you. Then you might have watched like a video and you might have like a technique oh, yeah. or you might be, you already know like the spot you're going to too. So it's like, yeah, you, you already have an idea of what mind. possibilities are there. So you've already painted like this picture of like what your training day might look like mm-hmm. before you even walk out of the door. And so it's kind of hard to like step That's why into it's what so you important want to, to do. Explore and, new territories. Yeah, exactly. This weekend. Hashtag explorer. How about hashtag go somewhere else. Explore. Yeah, that's a pretty good. No, go somewhere else. Go somewhere new. Go somewhere Not else. Not new else, because you, you just go to another place <laughs> you know. But uh, go go somewhere new for sure. I mean, dude, we went to Denver last weekend or the weekend before that. So sweet to just. It was so for uh, you and me because we never been there. Dylan's but like, you had been there. Dylan's a while like, either. 
Well, yeah, even Dylan was stoked, but like he's like already been. He's like, did all that, all that shit. Like, yeah, done that shit. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, check out this jump. No, Dylan's like, did it like four years ago, bro. And he's like, damn it, let's go there like this weekend again. I really do like that spot. Somewhere around that area, just like I want to go somewhere, somewhere new. Is even like further. further. I, th- I, th- I feel like that's like part of it. Why like you have you're super excited in the beginning, and then like later on you've kind of have been through it all before, and you have these expectations of what's going on. And but you haven't. Well, I know you haven't all, but you've been through more than you were then. Yeah, but you it's know? an illusion, I think. No, for you sure. Just have to like anything. you have to open your mind and stuff. I'm saying it's really it's much more helpful when you're in a new location. Yeah. I think there's something to it, though. I see what yeah. Knox is saying, and I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's just like... Well, you know. have to, like, get familiar with some stuff. Otherwise, like, it's hard yeah. to know, like, what you're doing, you know? Sometimes, too. Like, you feel good. You feel like you make progress when you can Yeah. make it, like, it's very clear. You're like, I used to not be able to do this at this spot. Now I can. Or I could do this Kong whatever, and now I can do this Kong harder technique. Or, you know, whatever it is. So it helps you measure yourself and like build, I think. But at the same time, if you're exploring, it's Dude, the I... same training. Like you're still advancing in a, like a different way, but often sure. that'll be like what actually pushes you to that next level. Anyway, most of the time though, it's like you're not getting a new technique. Yeah, you're just doing a technique that you already had better. Yeah, or which isn't on a different, which on isn't a different always. Obstacle. Yeah, yeah. Well, which isn't always as yeah. satisfying as like. I just learned how to put my legs through my <laughs> arms over a wall. You uh, know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. There was that moment, you know. Yeah. Okay, I see what you guys are saying. Yeah. That's 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 the joy. We just wanted to reminisce on it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're I still, I But there's totally so many new love, techniques yeah, to learn. Definitely. So it's just like they're not all parkour techniques. A lot of them are variations, though. Even like, yeah, like you've you've done. <laughs> basically that movement, but maybe a little bit different, or you like added like well, a twist. It's, or, you know, you've gotten probably more of the basic movements covered already. So now you have to put more work in to get new stuff, probably too. Yeah, for sure. It's like, oh yeah, I put in tons of work. Well, to and you just understand super movement. Well-rounded you understand like movement now too, like so well that you probably, even if it's brand new, it might be boring because it's very simple. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like someone could teach you how to like sit cross-legged in a new way. Or something you know like check this out you've ever tried to like sit with your with your toes like under like this or something like you could be like um well what do you know i've never done that and you probably wouldn't be stoked but you know what i mean you actually have to push it to an advanced level i think that's just like in your nature at this point to and then it, therefore it's going to take more work more creativity more imagination i remember how satisfied i used to be with like the same spots like when i was at that school just go to go to that school, and then I, there were two campuses that I would train on. I would just be stoked. I was like, "This fucking school is awesome." Both those schools, so I was just <laughs> stoked on them. You know, like now it's like I go to CU campus. Actually, last time we went, oh, I had a lot of fun because I was really open minded. But like, if you're just on CU campus all the time, you're just like, "All right, everything is just too pretty here. It's just everything seems like so safe." Just like. You know what I mean? You're just like this like fucking perfect campus. It's literally just like a perfect little campus. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard problem, bro. But when you when you get the you get that Denver feel and it's all grudgy. I like yeah, I kinda like the, the the being on edge a little bit. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. some tension in some the air. Some gunshots in the background. Yeah, fuck yeah, I like them gunshots. I like to be frightened. <laughs> I like to be just 
drop a That's the only way out. I can do precisions is with gunshots. Like, <laughs> that's my start of my jump. <laughs> Maybe uh, we, we got to get some fear glasses for you, bro. Dude, I haven't even tried them yet. I think I need to... Stay tuned for that. We're going to release some fear glasses products coming to you guys shortly. (laughs) (laughs) You guys already have some footage. I got to get in on that. Yeah, the fear glasses is hot, man. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. I need to do something. You guys, just just wait for it. We won't even say anything else. It's a a product. But this is brought to you by your... It's a product to be had. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right, well... Are we done what with else that? Is, what, hold on, I want to know one more thing, or at least a few more things, I guess. But seven years, you both seven years deep. Yeah, Dylan's a beast. I'm also a beast, but Dylan jumps like a big old boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love how far you jump, dude. Do you feel um, a while back someone had told me that like five years is like a level where you're just kind of like, yeah. I, forgot I think everything. I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> you might have been the one to tell me. Do you still feel that way? I feel like five is a big, I don't know. Every time I've seen, like met somebody that was like at, at that five year mark, mm-hmm. it was just that moment where you're probably like, if you've dedicated yourself pretty well, like yeah. you're probably really well rounded. You've probably got like, I don't know. You're just really good at vaulting good distances, your precision is on lock, you're got, you got your lashes, you got like everything pretty like well yeah. rounded and you've just started like really dabbling in your niche, mm-hmm. like where you just, you have something that you're like really excelling at. Yeah. And like, I think that five year mark is a pretty good one usually. You start to see people just like really take in like their own mm. initiative in it. I don't know yeah. what the seven-year mark feels like. It's no, it's seven years. Just grinding, real, I guess. I feel just like I know what you're talking about. If you, you feel like you know, it's starting to feel you're you're really comfortable in it. You know, yeah. It's starting to just like understand it's, like who you are through movement. You know, there's like that. Actually, I don't know. I think I was talking to Nosol, Brian Orozco, and he was telling me that he's like the three-year mark for him. He was like that's when he started to learn about like himself through movement, but. I definitely think that five years, there was something about the number five, I think, too. It's like half a decade. You just feel like that's a pretty solid chunk of time. You just feel and very you're just like, like involved in the yeah. movement. Yeah, you're it feels just very like, natural for you, most of the time. You've learned a lot about yourself. You're, you're coming up on five. You're basically, a, you're, you're a different person than when you started at that point, And you're more than likely like pretty solid at it if you're, you know, we're fairly coordinated to start with, you know. You're going to feel like a beast. Yeah, I've seen some like like Max Henry's five year video comes to mind. There's like your five year video streak that was like That video was dope, dude. It wasn't you was didn't have like a five year video, but you had you some videos like come out around that time. Two thousand whatever. <laughs> I don't know what my I don't think I had a two thousand twelve. Was that my two thousand twelve one? I guess. That was pretty dope. That was right around More or less. Urban long jumping as well. Yeah, urban long jumping is kinda of what I think of as like Oh, Although, I had a weird five-year mark, actually, now that I think of it. I think that was kind of right around... Because I had broken my wrist, and I was, like, pretty bummed for, like, an entire <laughs> year. Yeah. And I just, like, didn't train at all, and I was, like, fucking going to school, and hating it, and, like, just lived at this fucking college... The I don't agency. know, like, student housing in this, like, one fucking... It was, like, one room... <laughs> And then a bathroom, and it was just like, I don't know, I was like drinking a lot, and like, this is not a nice really? time in my life. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I was not happy. Damn. But then I like started slacklining a little bit, like started to get warm, and 
like I was like, I guess I'll just try parkour again. Mm-hmm. Like I at that point I didn't even think I was gonna do parkour. That's I was wild. like, I'm probably done. And I had like that still had the full arm cast, so I was just like For your first arm or your second arm? For uh that was my second arm and I started doing the slack line. Yeah. And remember I did I did like a month of slack line in in that one arm cast. I just, <laughs> the video was insane. I just <laughs> I went so ham you at slack line. It. Yeah. One month and then I made a video and then I was done with it. Yeah. And I was like walking across like bridges and shit and doing backflips on it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I like delving into things like quickly. Yeah. And just yeah. letting like them be too. too, you know? I wanted to like, I had a dream once where I was like the host of like this TV show where all I did for every episode was just do one thing, but I was like pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like kind of a egotistical dream. Yeah, but, like, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, whatever, fuck, can't control your dreams, dude. You can't. Except for I was speaking of But which, it'd be a cool dream. Like, even if I wasn't good at it, like, I'd just like to, tr- that'd be a fun thing to do is, like, try stuff. Like, every every week or whatever, you're just like, all right, I'm going to try unicycling, <laughs> pogo sticking. Like, they don't even all have to be physical, but those are, like, the first things that come to mind, I guess. Dude, yeah. real quick, um, well, Lisa, Lisa Dreaming. Real and, quick. like, try to put a performance together. No, well, don't get into that yet. Let's keep, let's stay on this topic. Okay, well, it has to do with dreaming, so... <laughs> I just had a really badass dream okay. with Brandon in it two days Fine, ago go ahead. and I was like dude I'm in my dream state bro he was, he was trying to get me to do something with him I don't even know if it was parkour related and I was like bro I'm in dream state right now I can control everything I'm just gonna train right now and I was like controlling what I was working on and I was like alright I'm gonna work flip pre's and I was just like just doing that in my dream nice. and I was actually getting better in my head by doing that and then I woke up but it was, That's it, was dope. it was pretty sweet I was like if I could just do that all the time I could just train everything and then, like, it's already visualized, you know? Yeah, dude. I've had a few lucid dreams where I've been, like... Like, what it was like, you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. No, definitely. I've had several dreams like that. I'm like, yes, lucid dream. When you realize you're dreaming and you can keep it, that's the hardest part is right when you realize you're dreaming to not wake up for me, usually. But if I get through that first, like, barrier, I'm like, oh, 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 I'm dreaming, dreaming. Then I can, like... (laughs) Then I can do whatever. And I've done, like ridiculous like matrix shit like like sometimes i'll just be on normal gravity but sometimes i'm like i want to like do like double twisting like double gainer off like this giant cliff and just land <laughs> like i don't know it's fun it's a good time and i was telling you the other day actually like when the lucid dreaming i've like figured out how to fly in some of my dreams just i've flown but it was like a skill that I am locked, basically. And sometimes when I wake up, I'm just like, man, if I, if I just <laughs> tap into it hard enough, I bet I could just fly. I'm just not smart enough when I'm awake. This sucks. <laughs> and I'll just think about it sometimes. Just and you like, hit that 100% brain capacity, dude. I'm not, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I watched Lucy last night, this movie. Like, I don't know. I don't even think it's out on You watched TV Lucy yet. with... But... Uh, <laughs> First of all, it was totally horseshit, like, the premise of the movie, but <laughs> whatever. I like to watch movies that aren't necessarily, like, super good, though. I'm down to watch it. The visuals are cool. Anyways, but, what were you saying? Probably made you forget what you were going to talk about. I knew we were going to get on a tangent about lucid dreaming. <laughs> well, we could have talked more I know, about I suck. <laughs> oh, God, I suck. But you were, were s- talking about five-year videos. What else? What was it? What you were, were talking about you, a dream, and then he was going to say something. Yeah, well... What'd you say before that? Before that, we were talking about five years, and my five year was kind of weird. Yours was pretty weird. 
Because I just like mad broken wrist. You almost quit. Almost quit. And you did a slackline video, and then you got and back into it. And then I just started jumping a lot. We were lot. talking about doing different stuff. So like my five-year video-ish was like urban long jumping. Mm-hmm. But I had only been like back in for a few months and just like jumping a lot. And that's what that video was. Just me jumping. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Into a giant pre. So that didn't feel giant like... side flip pre. That didn't really follow my premise of what a five-year video should be. Well, that wasn't your five-year video, I guess. I, mean, I guess like your five-year video was your six-year video with with like this 2013 or 12 yeah, sampler that sure. kind of came out like a little bit late, but that was like also a collection of all the shit you ever done. Yeah, that was like, that was a it wasn't like a, this is what I did this year, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. You had some other videos that came out like Road to Recovery and just warming up, just warming up. Oh, yeah, and the other one that was weird, the wormhole or the oh, whatever war, what carcass. What and then you had guy? the freaking. By the way. <laughs> The turtle yeah, hand, Edward Turtle that. Hands. That was dope. That video got taken down. Edward oh, Turtle Hands Dude, no, is it's, the most gangster video. It's still on the APK channel, isn't it? I don't think you can see it. Really? I mean, maybe. But yeah, I've tried to re-upload it a few times and they Dude, keep taking it down. Dude, it's terrible. You should just make me a or just put it on Facebook, bro. I will. I'd, I should put it on still. I think that's a look at my next video channel. on my like, actual Brandon Douglas channel. Maybe it'll be a five-year video. Dope. Or maybe I'll just throw it on the Merm channel. Who knows? But um, it might be fun to do something like solo project style. Just push myself literally for like a weekend. See if I can get it done in one weekend. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, that's what urban long jumping was. Yeah. I did I it love in two days. In a, yeah. Dude, so many of my old videos were just like in two hour sessions. And I would just edit it. I would just film stuff and then upload and just edit that night. Yeah. I'd like to like just push myself for like a day twice like you're saying. Like, what's the craziest, not craziest, but, like, what's the most challenging, wild thing I can push myself to do? And then just do that twice. Fly? How about that one? Fly. I'm going to do fly, flight in my five-year video. I'm going to go Zahir on this beast. <laughs> so. um, speaking of Merm. Speaking of Merm. Worth mentioning Merm. that we just re- released Merm. the Modern Heroes collection. Hello. And, uh, it is a collection of sorts. Pretty stoked about it. That's why we weren't here last week for the podcast. We were just super busy with that. We apologize. However, um, if you are interested in all the hard work we've been putting in, definitely go to mermlife.com. Slash shop. Slash shop. Or slash. Or slash lookbook. Or what this is, is it? It's modern heroes. Modern dash heroes. Well, dash no, they're not going to remember that. Just go to the mermlife.com. The yeah. shop and lookbook are right it's there. It's pretty simple I'm sure website. you can find the shop. If you can't, you're not allowed to buy it. <laughs> There's like three things you can <laughs> click on if you can't figure out which one it is. And or you can awesome. read about the Myrmidons in the about page and kind of what we're about. But uh, yeah, we're Modern super Heroes stoked on that. We're finally going to be getting some content out more consistently now. we got some videos in the oven. In the making. And the uh, I don't know. I feel like I that was like a, a good, big step it's for It's a good us. year. We all, we all were... Just things were getting in our way for a while. It was a rough start. However, things are picking up. Unfortunately, well, like the, the weather is going to be less than agreeable pretty soon. But the weather is nothing's going right to stop now. the momentum we have now. I think, and uh, I can't wait to just keep going with it. So, well, dude, the birds was like a pretty big jump for us. Just like the first item we put out, and like it was just a fun project to like be a part of it. You know, mm-hmm. and kind of like make that happen. And then this collection is just kind of more of us like living around like being the rulers of our own lives, you know, and like autonomy 
and kind of just like starting that battle, you know, and really trying to like follow that dream. Yeah, definitely. So it's going to be, so I'm stoked to like try to like take this momentum and, you know, go with it. Even though it's like, it's not like we have crazy momentum or anything, but I feel really good about things right now. You know, and we, this summer we were talking about it, and you're like, dude, I think Fall's going to be really good. And what do you know? The Modern Heroes Collection. Fall's really good for me. I don't know why. Me too. It came out. Me too. Yeah, That's what I good. Something, the weather's good. Here's what happens. Almost consistently. It didn't really happen this year. I had a couple close calls. But I almost always get injured right at the beginning of summer. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, something weird will happen. Like, this this year it was the fucking giant height drop that I took. Um, oh yeah, that wasn't like a really big injury for me. It was just like a wake, like a weird wake up call. Yeah, and then I don't know. Maybe like, the bloody white short incident. Like when I did the the manhood fail, that was right at the beginning of summer. Oh yeah, um, my wrists, short. my wrists that I broke. Dude, bloody that was white right at the beginning of summer. Bloody white shorts was only like a couple. Weeks oh, that between was that. That was right at the beginning of summer. Yeah, they were, that was only a couple weeks. So yeah, that, we, yeah, that did two, happen this year. You had two mediums instead of one giant. Yeah, that's what happened. But anyways, fall always comes around, and I'm feeling tanked i'm just beast yeah and i just like that's when i started doing night missions i remember mm-hmm. i started doing that in the fall and i was like why didn't i do that in the summer for some reason though i just like i'm more motivated in the fall to just, i love like, the fall it's always been my favorite season. night mission and Dude, it's nice because we can just put on loads of like train, dark clothing baggy like, clothing yeah and like just fucking do night missions and you're like more ninja out you know yeah it's like it's kind of nice when you're on roofs and you have like a lot of clothes on you know, you kind of feel like some protection, a little bit of padding. You know, Dude, I was doing shit. a mission by myself the other night, and it was super <clears throat> wet out, but I didn't... <laughs> Dude, this is hilarious, <laughs> by the way. And I had done this jump a few times. If you guys want to go to my channel, it's uh, Baker Blog, or excuse me, Brando Blog, episode one. I'm, like, getting dinner or something. I just, like, climb up this fire escape, and then I just, like, jump across this building. Um, it's not very big, but it's a kind of a drop. It's like, like a six foot. It's top. worthy of a roll. Six foot from, from the top. Yeah. Yeah, and I've done it a few times now. So I was just kind of up there, and I was like, just gonna warm up, start the mission, and by going up that building, and then I was like, I went up, ended up doing a brand new mission in Boulder. No one's ever done it. I gotta show you guys. Um, I'm the first, finally, invent my own mission. Well, you came climbed out of a building, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You entered a building. I entered closed. a building from the outside through like it was the, closed. Through like the AC, they had like, all the lights off, and you area. walked out. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Um, although it could have probably gotten like a felony, which is kind of sketch. Yeah, but I didn't really feel that sketch <laughs> about it because I was just like, "There's no one around," and like, worst comes to worst, I can just run back the way I came from faster than anyone can catch up with me. But anyhow, um, <laughs> so I'm jumping from the same gap. That's like, I've done it a few times, and it's super dark out. So there's like a little lip, you know? There's like the little tin. Roof lip, classic. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to pee that right now, so I'm just going to jump, like, the extra 8 or 10 inches into, like, the, the roof area. Yeah. But should have jumped to the 10 thing, because the 10 thing probably was grippy. I jumped down there, and my feet just, like... <laughs> I was, like, anticipating the roll, and because I had, like, four momentum, my feet just slid forward, <laughs> and I just bottomed out. Like, it slid, like, in my deep squat, oh. like, a foot on the, the thing, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if it made a noise, but I was just like, Jesus. And I got up and I was like, holy shit, it is so slippery. Oh my God. And I was like sliding down the rest of the way, actually. It's kind of fun. Speaking of slanted. which, fucking... So be careful. Europeans get the best walls for some reason. Dude. For some reason in the US, I don't know, for those of you in the UK or wherever, 
You guys have it good because you guys. I've seen your roofs. They all have fucking nice brick right yeah, on the top. Perfect. And for us, it's just like weird, weird ass lips and shit with yeah. aluminum like yeah. caked on top and like like, like just let's, the let's dumbest. Just make that shitty gutter thing right here. Yeah, it's like, just like god damn it. Why can't you just make a real regular? Nothing sturdy. It's all like plywood. Like it's because it's not ancient, you know. Yeah, it's not made. You know, a lot of those probably the the European cities are just older, and they're just built and like they used fucking bricks. Now they use wood and they just like throw some stucco on it and like bend some like (laughs) thin metal around the edge. You're like, yeah, it's solid. Just it's cheaper, you know. Sucks. And there's like what else? They have better trash cans even. All those like bin boys videos from store and stuff. Oh, those, yeah, yeah. Like for whatever reason, those trash cans are better too. Our trash cans are, they're fun to play on, but some of them are, most of them rather, the lids are flimsy. You can't even, you just go right through it. Yeah. Yeah, what are you pointing at, bro? Which you point? was saying you didn't the timestamp. Oh, I didn't do the timestamp? Oh, I wonder why I didn't do that. It was maybe, maybe it's because you fucking started the podcast <laughs> without our consent. How about that? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, Rushed in with some Ebola bullshit. <laughs> fucking Ebola's <laughs> fucking... Now we have no intense. idea how long we've been talking. No, we're gonna um, go back to Ebola Knox jumped the gun. No. We're gonna go... We should probably move on to fan questions. Not. Yeah, let's move on to fan questions. Oh my god, I have ten fan questions. Perfect. That's the perfect Jeez. amount. Jeez. Hope they're all good. Do you want... Uh, should I just jump right can in? Let's just jump right in. Can I be the director? No, on? you cannot because Come. you started with Ebola. This has been a fuck. fun episode. It's been a fun episode. Fuck Ebola! It fucked me. Well, uh, hopefully it won't actually fuck me, but <laughs> it probably will. God. All right. Damn it. So we've got um, Mark Miller with, "What do you think about dailies and movement of the days?" We kind of covered this two we've weeks ago, this. didn't we? We've Three weeks ago. We can reiterate for a second. Yeah, what did we say about that? Um, we we, all, about we like basically the... all said that it wasn't for us. Yeah. And that even if no one gives a shit about your daily, it might be benefiting you in a good way. That's how I felt about it, at least. It's like, it's good to I don't really progress. care sometimes. I don't need to see it. Sometimes I'm a little bit like, yeah, you're not even doing anything in your daily. Like, <laughs> just because you're putting something out. I mean, for me, doesn't mean watch. it's like worth putting out. However, I, I totally see the point of like, <laughs> I, I realize that it helps them be accountable. They're like forcing themselves, not forcing themselves, but they're making themselves get a habit of training, practicing filming, like a lot of good things that they can do. Too. And also they, what? They can inspire other people, you know? And yeah, it inspires a lot of people. So. Just like, it's not for me usually. Yeah. I'd rather see. I just feel like the quality goes down if you do it yeah. too long and and you're not like really putting in the work. Like in that spot that you filmed yeah. the daily, could you have come up with something a little bit cooler in like a couple days yeah and like made like a really dope line and filmed it really well well and well and then then there's the thing about like once you've done it in that area it's like i'm not i don't really want to film it again i don't want to like make it better yeah right so for me i'd rather just like okay i'm gonna take the time to make this line through this area really cool and film it really well rather than like just film average lines daily at spots yeah Some of them are really good. Most of them, like, aren't that great. You know, some people do it really well. But it's it's whatever. It's not for me, at least. So I know I recognize that it's not for me, and it's It's not whatever. for me. That's why I'm just not even really talking. Like, they're not even making it for me. I think you gotta... I think with anything you do in your training, sit down and think about it. I can't answer that question for you. Do you really think dailies are gonna benefit you? Like, are they gonna help you achieve your goals? If so, then definitely do them. If not, like, for me, they're not... 
they're going to get in the way of what I want to achieve with parkour, I think, more than they're going to help. For sure. Right, Next question. Uh, Josh Dohe, I think he pronounced the H, unless it's Doi. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's Dohe. All right. Uh, what is your exercise slash habit of conquering fear? Interesting. Well, you eat some yogurt first. Why don't you start this one off, Dylan, since you're the expert, bro? I just have so much to say on it. I don't know where to start. Sum it up. 12 words. 12 words? All right, just okay, aim geez, for a low round. 50 words, tops. <laughs> um, That's one. <laughs> I don't know. Let's start with you. I always, I always talk about fear. <laughs> Let's start with Knox. What's your, what's your fucking exercise? How do I get over? How do you get over fear? Like, what do you do? Oh, man. I don't even know. I I have like serious fear blocks too. Like some stuff, and it'll be like thinking about the consequence, even though I know that if I properly committed, I would be fine. It's just like I really don't want to sprain my ankle again that I've sprained a shitload of times. Most times, it's not even really parkour related. It's just me doing something dumb, you know. And it's like I don't want that to set me back like a long time. So I'll just be like, oh, I don't want to do this because I want to avoid this injury. And it can keep me safer, but it's like sometimes that holds me back. But I don't know. I feel like usually it's either manning up. I want to say Eric Andrew. You know, there's someone who gets mad about like people saying manning up. Progressive so people. Just, yeah. In general, yeah. <laughs> but um, or it's just training like like a variation of that movement like enough to where you're just like comfortable. And like one day, eventually, you'll just like it will click. You know. Like, you can either just be like, oh, I'm like, Brandon, you are usually just like, I'm either going to do it or I'm not going to do it. And I'm just going well, to let it That's what, that's what I would say is I ask my, I try to ask myself the right questions. Yeah. If I'm scared, why am I scared? Exactly. Am I actually scared? Am I going to do this? Do I want to do this? Like, why do I, like, I ask myself why more than I like worry about what's like, yeah. well, what should I do? Like to fix it? It's just like, it's on a move by move basis. Uh, often enough. If you're trying to battle like that fear of, um, you know you can do it, but you just won't or whatever. Like, don't let yourself train bad habits. I don't think like that's one of the things I tried to get away from is like I really don't let myself not commit to stuff, and I practiced committing to stuff before I got good at that. So I'd practice committing to things that were a little bit easier for me, and then pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, but not ever allowing myself to like pitter patter around it, and like, it's bad habit if you. If you train where you're hesitating a lot, then that's how you're always going to train. So don't allow yourself to train moves that you make you hesitate. Is what I would say. Yeah, I definitely. Have and if you're wrong. gonna do it, ask yourself the right questions. And if you have, if you come to a solid answer, it becomes easier to do it. I think. Yeah. You're just like, all right, I know I want to do this. I'm going to do it today. Why wouldn't I do it on this next attempt? Why am I gonna? Sit here for five minutes. I think at a certain point, I guess I'll jump in finally. Um, at a certain point. I, it didn't become like overcoming fear. It became fear prevention. Like I literally don't fear most of the things that I do now just because I go through a lot of steps that take me to a place where I'm not afraid of the thing that I'm doing anyways. So I think it comes down to like knowing how to do what you're about to do for one. And probably like if I'm at height, especially I know that I can do it like either further or more technical down mm -hmm. below. Yeah. Um, so in that case, like I know I am more than capable of doing the thing. And then I also have at least one bailout strategy that I'm like 
pretty conscious about that is going to be like my my second move if if I need it. Yeah. Right? And then I don't know. At the end of the day, like I've thought about it like so much and I, and a lot of that happens so quickly now. Yeah. It's like I already know like this is my thing that I'm going to do. This is my bailout strategy without even like having to go through all that thought process. But I think once you're once you're able to like analyze like the three scenarios, like surfaces, like is everything like sturdy? like grippy, mm-hmm. etc. Like it could even be like your shoes and untied or whatever. Um, so like your environment and then like your ability to do the move that you want to do. Um, and probably like, it sh- probably shouldn't be like pushing that too much if you're at height. Yeah. And then the ability to like bail out of it, bail out, bailouts are like what most people don't fucking work on. Yeah. That's why most people are afraid is they're like, Let's they see. Only, I don't know if I can. Well, with most people the perfect outcome, things. You know? Yeah, they, they're like, well, I think I can do this thing that I'm thinking about. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to do if I don't do it yeah. right exactly how I think I should do it. Dude, I think, and then I they go tell people that Those a lot. Are a lot of my problems. I've taught a few private it's lessons like, lately, and I, I'm always telling them like, every time you like don't get it is just as valuable, if not more, than the times you get it. If you land it perfectly, that's the easiest version of doing it. It's right. like you have to be comfortable with the overshoots, the undershoots, and everything in between, and knowing what's going to happen to to have confidence going into the jump in the first place. It's right. like, oh, I know that I can handle it, even if something goes forty percent wrong. Yeah, forty <laughs> percent is pretty hefty, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, anytime someone asks me like a general question like that, because fear is such a broad topic, yeah. I try to narrow it down a little bit. So maybe you can like ask a more specific question next time, but like. There's, like, fear of, like, acute injury. So, like, sometimes I'll be, like, if I haven't done a big jump in a long time, like, I kind of did that today. Like, I was trying to go for a big jump and I hadn't done it in a while. Um, I kind of had the fear of, like, uh, I don't really want to undershoot this and, like, crane it. Like, do, like, a really big running jump to, like, one <laughs> foot. Like, I don't want to yeah. compress anything, right? So there's, like, the fear of acute injury. Then there's, like, the fear of, like, being at height and, like... What if I fuck this up? Even though I know I have this, like, what if I fuck this up and, like, yeah. died? Or something or like that. Or broke so, my legs. Or broke my legs. Or, like, did something or, really fucked yeah. up. So there's, like, different types of fear that you can have in different scenarios. And, like, flipping fear is, like, a, a whole nother thing, too. Yeah. Landing on your head, potentially, like, from a slip out or whatever. Um, so it kind of comes down to what you're doing, I guess. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I've been having... Those are, like... Let's, fear for me is always a heart, is, like, a, a problem. And it's, like, good training around you guys because you usually, like, push me in that, like, area. But yeah. I'm, like, the worst person to ask for advice on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're struggling with it, you might be have good insights, though. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. All right, let's move on. Alex Cromwell, opinions on other parkour podcasts? Well, I haven't heard um, of I've only best. listened to a little bit of Brian Prince's, yeah. like, um, but... I don't know if hey if you know wanna, a lot. If you want to write down a list of all of them, if you know them, I'd be super. I'd like to get to more, them. but like also just. I'm curious, like which ones are out there and stuff. I don't just don't. I only knew of Brian, and he like stopped doing his. Yeah, I wonder if he's gonna continue anytime soon. Yeah, Alex, if you could like maybe comment or something and let us know which podcast you're referring to. I, I we remember we'll talk to next one. time. Huh? So we could touch on it next time if we had a list of them. We can maybe. Do some scouting and listen to. Yeah, some maybe. Podcasts. I mean, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's I also hard. Like, like I don't, I don't 
want to like worry about it necessarily either. Though. Yeah, I kind of like just, We're just doing, doing it. our thing. Yeah, I don't want and it to be cloudy. You know, it's obviously like we want it to be good. So if you have suggestions, suggestions, are then good. we'll maybe hear them. But we're well, still going to do our thing because we want it to be fun. And <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's not why I'm doing it necessarily. I think it comes, you know, like with movement. But, sometimes you can kind of get clouded when you see all these other videos and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, what, what, what do I do? Like, do I do this or do I keep doing, you know? Like, it's almost like good that I don't Well, it's just like, it's like because... a, it's a, it's entertainment. I mean, like, when I was growing up in the 90s, <laughs> I liked Seinfeld and I liked Friends. Okay? They were both on NBC, but <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just saying, like, they're different brands, hopefully. Um, yeah. I mean, I hopefully we're not a, we, are, we have a unique point of view and that's kind of the, the what why we'd want people to listen to us so um i'd like to hear other people's points of view though so I'd maybe try to listen to more of the podcast yeah yeah for sure i listen to the fighter and the kid podcast that's my favorite podcast fighter and the kid is pretty legit it's right. the most legit actually according to numbers number one well actually so well in its category I think one category. or two people said like it was cool having chris hollingsworth on yeah. Um, and that we should have more, like, special guests. Yeah, I'm definitely looking to get more guests on here. Well, people need to come to Colorado, so once they do that, we'll get them in. Yeah, so bring it on down. We also, like, yeah, we're going to have some more. I think I'm going to have Corey on here before she leaves for San Diego. I'd like to get Chris Stevenson on here as well. Oh, yeah, he moved here. We'll figure Just, it out. But thanks for that tip. I'm glad right, you guys are giving us good feedback. Move on. Patrick Carbajal, I think, is how you Again? pronounce that. Oh, before. Let's go to editing software to edit videos. Adobe Premiere. So Brando here uses Adobe Premiere. I'm a lazy fucking editor, so I'll just fucking throw my clips into a Final Cut 10 <laughs> timeline, and they'll just like scoot right together, scoot and I'll throw a song in there, and I'll you know fucking do a little loop de loop. I like in there. that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I don't. Take I just a lot did of time a phone dump video for the Merm channel. Yeah. And I did it all on my iPhone, and I was so stoked because I couldn't even, like, there was nothing to really tinker with. <laughs> it was super simple. I was like, I like editing when I don't have any tools. It's just, like, yeah. simple. It's kind of nice. So I many of my videos like, are like that, dude. Just if cut. you just cut the bullshit yeah. out of the thing, yeah. that cut you it at filmed, the right time. Yeah. Okay. If you, you film just... really good shit, then you cut the bullshit out, <laughs> and then you put it to a song, and then the, the beats line up. We've oh, made cuts. a good video. We've made a video. That's a good video right there. You don't need to no, get it was, too much it was really more serious than that. All right, cool. Next up, um, Jarrell Jones. Can you do dot 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 a backflip? Don't you dare, man! Don't you dare. Next <laughs> question. Next question. <laughs> How dare you? After no, Max Henry just released question. that article, I don't know if that's what he's referencing. Actually. Next question. Please. Um, Plug right. for Max Henry's article. We talked about some of this stuff a few podcasts ago, but he also wrote yeah, he, some he pretty... He stole his topics off of us. No, I'm <laughs> probably, sorry. He, he probably doesn't even listen to our thing. thing. Yeah, probably not. Um, anyways, let's... Uh, uh, I got a few on Mark, here too, so let's try to get through them. Mark Miller, you already asked a question. Mark Miller, so I'm sorry. You got too many questions, man. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I would answer it. Uh, Sean, I love height drops. Cool. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amanda. I took a high drop the other day. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck did parkour? Wait, Same who amount. This? Grown. Probably a little bit more than he ever did. I don't know. I'd say that's accurate. That's yeah. fairly accurate. Next up. Next up. Right. If you bang your shins with a slab of wood, do they get stronger? <laughs> or should I use a hammer? 
Really trying to condition for some shin sliding tips. <laughs> <laughs> shin sliding? That's hilarious. Well, dude, that's shit. that's a fucking that's, that's true. a Jesse LaFleur shout People, out. People, right yeah, I, apparently. Well, Jesse LaFleur, I, I think uses shin guards. Supposedly, he uses shin guards, or he, I'm pretty sure he does. I don't think he's like shy about it or anything. But like, um, whatever. Like, to each his own. And uh, he's a gangster. Lots of sports have pads, so you know whatever he wants. He's to super do. creative too. I like um, Jesse. He's a super nice guy. He probably doesn't always. Use he has like bad like rap on the internet for. I think stuff, he has I, a bad rap. Like, I know just a lot of people have like just do like they just don't. He's like an easy him target for, for some people though, for yeah, no right. reason. I he's guess, a but. really really nice genuine dude, and he's really decent creative. Yeah, he's a G. So. Um, to answer your question, yes, kick banana trees is what like Thai. Muay Thai fighters and stuff used to do to strengthen their shin bones. You can turn your shin bones into really. They can start by smashing their objects, shins and then eventually you can work your way up to the hammer. Um, but eventually you'll get old and you'll crack your shin over some other hard object if you kick it like Anderson like Silva. Silva. <laughs> However, if you're doing shin slides, you might actually want to like do not impact, but like sliding things. I don't know. I'm just pretty, just, just I'm start sure doing some that. of those shin slides are like not on the bone. It's do like it finesse. Yeah, if you do, do it on your, you kind of do it on your muscle, on the, on the fatty yeah, the part of like your shin. I don't yeah, know. On the like right. Oh, it, fuck! If it's, it's your right leg, it's on the right side. Like it's Joe Hoogard was doing this thing where he's lashing mm-hmm. up to his ankle, like, ankle. Yeah, it's area. on that meat area, and he kind of like he goes to like the outside of it and goes off of the meaty part of his. I've done some shin crease like for fun. It's kind of a fun thing. It's finesse. Like, just like with anything else, it's like barefoot training. You can develop a finesse with your shins. I mean, I don't think he's actually asking seriously, but like, <laughs> he's totally not. But uh, I definitely recommend exploring like all those areas. You know, you can develop like certain dexterity with with bony parts and do. You know? <laughs> That's why breakdancers can do some wild shit on hard ground. You know, or anyhow, keep going. All right, Brian Prince, Cora or Ang. Ooh, oh man, fuck. I have to wait till the Legend of Korra is fully over, I guess, to answer that question. I'm really I think a she huge might be Aang fan. I'm, I'm a huge Aang fan, but I feel like Korra is going to be a beast after what's going on. Yeah, well, what are we talking here? Like, do we like one Korra's better? pretty hot. Do we like the cartoon better? Or, well, I think he's talking about the specific avatars. Yeah. I gotta say Aang. I like Aang just from his personality. Yeah, sometimes yeah, Korra is like a little... She's a little bit. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I really like I like the Legend of Korra cartoon as much as I've liked anything that I've seen. Definitely. When I first went from Aang I to really, Korra, my favorite annoying the credits were pissing me off. Dude, I was so excited to see the first Avatar story. Um, what was that guy's Dude, name? some of the stuff in Korra with the spirits were really badass. Like I really liked a lot of, like you said, the cartoon is really good. But Aang, he's just fucking so nice. How do you not just like him? He's just a fucking boss. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. All right, let's move on. Damn it, Brian. I wish we could answer more thoroughly. We like them both. Next question. Randy Laird, what are the predominant methods you use to maintain your body? Um, honey. The biggest thing for me lately <laughs> Oil. that I've discovered is like really good technique on training. Is the biggest thing. I found that like no matter how much weightlifting and conditioning you do on the side, if you have bad form when you're practicing parkour, then you're just doing damage all the time instead of strengthening. I treat my 
training it now. I'm trying to treat it more, at least more and more, and it seems to be working as like my workout. Yeah. And just like if you land really, really well, then you're doing like squats and stuff, and it's like conditioning your body and your muscles more than breaking it down if you do it right, I think. Obviously, some days I'm going ham and I'm just going to take some impacts and meat into my joints or whatever, but um, I think that was the biggest thing for me, just like really being patient and making sure I practice perfectly. What do you have to say about this Dylan, Dylan Baker, Baker blog, Baker blog that you never released? Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, okay, anyways, there's the question. Let's not get into that. My foot the thing is, that thing Dylan is... Dylan and I are playing footsie right now, that, ladies and gentlemen. That video is edited and ready to go. Oh, really? And I wanted to, like, make a blog post with it, and I just, like, have not finished that, so... Maybe expect that at some point, but I'm not gonna make any fucking promises, because I'm a dick. <laughs> Alright, anyways. I guess, for me, I would say that that's, like, my main one. People like, I already know this, I'm not, like, super big on fucking <laughs> weightlifting and shit. I don't do a lot of that. I try. I, like, every once in a while I'll do, like, It's hard to be in a routine, you know? Diet is pretty huge. I was diet, gonna say diet, stretching, rolling. For sure. Or drink a lot of water. If you have, like, a really shitty diet. Stretching for me is If you're, like, already pretty one. on point with your diet, making, like, the last ridiculous, like, adjustments might not do that much. Yeah. Think, but... I, I would agree with that. I think stretching has been the biggest one for me, I guess, because, I don't know, if I don't stretch at night, I don't, I just, the next day, I just feel like, yeah, I trained yesterday, I don't feel that great. Yeah. But if I do stretch, I, sometimes I can just, like, go a few days in a row, like, without yeah. even really noticing. I, um, yeah, I always make sure I stretch the night before I plan That's on the biggest one for me. It's a huge thing. Another thing is, uh, post-injuries, depending on the type of injuries, Chiropractic work is really nice. <laughs> it is really good to help set certain things in place. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish that I had gone to a chiropractor when I was younger. It's not just the adjustments. Like, I think Ken has helped me a lot with like posture. Posture. Yeah. posture was huge. I used to have shit posture. I think that was one of the contributing factors to a lot of my injury. Like chronic, not chronic, but like whatever. Overuse injuries and stuff. Yeah. Check your posture. Hashtag chicken posture. Next, next, next. Romain G. Uh, how do you spell that or say that? I don't know. You're not showing me. George's. How do you say it again? Jorge's. Let's see. Which one? Oh, shit. Romain G. I mean, that looks like George's, but it's probably Jorge's. <laughs> I feel like. No, it's not. I feel like I know how to pronounce George's. it. George. How do you spell. How do you say Gor George's? Gorgeous. Gorgas. Georges. 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 Let's go with Georges. We just boxed that. We boxed it. Sorry. says, do you train on a daily basis? Do you just train according to the feelings, conditions, or do you have a specific routine? I do not have a routine. No routine. No routine, no routine, routine whatsoever. Go in that fun. No expectations. That's a good way to put it. Yep. Let's just I, leave it at that. Let's just go out, train when you feel good. Train what you want, when you want, and have fun with it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, Mozamel H. Ahmed is probably not how you say that. Up to what level of flexibility is necessary in free running? I think it's a huge 
benefit to have a lot of flexibility. Yeah, it's like it's not necessary for any necessary. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what level you know he means necessarily. But if you have a lot of flexibility, everything works better. Yeah, you're better biomechanics. You don't have as many injuries. You don't have as many overuse like problems. You're well, not as imbalanced. One thing about like yoga is like good for like being flexible, but also strong in those ranges of motion. Because you can also be like pretty flexible, but if your like muscles aren't strong in those. Ranges of motion, you can actually like fuck yourself up. Yeah, for sure. So that one's like, really it's important. Just like, you know, being able to control that flexibility. I'll give you two that are really important for jumping. So really open hip flexors. Um, that's going to be good for like the actual takeoff. Um, I've noticed a couple times if I haven't been stretching my like my quads and my hip flexors, if I do like a really big running jump, I'll pull that hip flexor. And that hurts like a bitch because you have to get that really open position with that back leg. Yeah. And, and you're pulling you as pull hard that, as you're possible. You're pulling as hard as you can. And that really yeah. sucks. So, yeah, open hip flexors. And that then couch stretch in there. The, um, the couch stretch. Having a deep squat and being strong in a deep squat is super important. A lot of people say, like, oh, you shouldn't go past 90 or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like, well, the thing is, you're going to go past 90 no matter what. And you might yeah. as well be strong in those positions. And Rafe Kelly was talking about this a lot when we were, I did, like, his little workshop thing. Mm-hmm. And he had us, like, working, like, weird squat positions. Like, we'd yeah. do the squat, and then we'd, like, kind of roll over to, like, one side and maybe do, like, a pistol and, like, yeah, come back and kind of do it. not barring. He's not. He's a lot of Ido Portal, right? Yeah, not barring. I don't think, I don't want to say barring because I don't know, I don't know Ido Portal's, like, curriculum. But I know that aligns a lot with what Ido Portal's, um philosophies are definitely well i mean he's trained under him as well um but yeah like developing your like connective tissues and stuff in a lot of different weird ranges of motion and being really flexible and deep squat and being strong in that position those are super important by the Um, way we should have fucking had rafe on this podcast when he's out here damn it big shout out to him he's if you guys don't follow his blog evolve move play 210 beast he's very knowledgeable and he's like one of the most like I guess just knowledgeable is the word. Super that I just said. Um But yeah, he's very well versed in all of the topics that are relevant to training. <laughs> so yeah. I would I would follow that blog if you want better answers to those kinds of questions. Another thing you were talking about the hip flexor stretch. Um, I've had some like tightness on my knees because I ride bikes a lot, and then I'll be training and whatnot. But Ken told me like lay down on a lacrosse ball on your hip flexor. It's good for activating your hip flexor, nice. and I've like relieved a lot of like tension and also knee pain um from my hip flexor which is right. pretty far away from me anyways continue let's keep it going all right last question on my status eric rubin what role does visualization play in your training i'm interested in your experience with visualization to hone technique and break mental blocks including first person and third person mental rehearsal of movements meditation and using metaphorical imagery also visualizing safe bales but you've covered that thoroughly Alright, who wants to start? Uh, I'm not going to answer this question to make this go quicker. (laughs) You don't have anything to say about visualization? Visualization is super important. I think it's really important to also like record yourself and like be able to watch yourself so you can understand like what's going on. Sometimes you can have somebody tell you, um, do this with your leg or like throw your arms up or, or whatever what's going on. If you can't see it, sometimes it's really hard and that can aid in the process. If someone just like films it in slow mo or whatever, 
Um, but even just like closing your eyes and just like running through it in your head a bunch of times, visualization is key. Yeah, I think it's important. Every course that I've ever competed in and excelled at, I mean, even if I didn't excel and I'm pretty well, but like whatever, um, (laughs) dick, uh, but every time I ever get ready to run a course, I've memorized that course and I make myself visualize the entire run in slow motion before I do it. For sure. Nice. Well, I think that I also, because of like performance background, um, well, well, maybe not slow motion. Not, maybe not the entire run, just like the, the hot points, and then sometimes I'll skip through the parts. But yeah, I think visualization is huge. Yeah, like it, you should be able to feel like you've been there before. Yeah. If you, and it'll help That's you. That's something that Vinny Coriel, hashtag plug, he's a beast. But he's told me, he was like, before he does stuff, he's like, I've already done it. He's like, I literally have already done it just by looking at it. He's like, I already know exactly what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And well, that's one thing that people miss. I think a lot of people talk about visualization because we're such visual creatures. But a lot of times what I do is I just imagine what it's going to feel like. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just like, I think about the movements and the way that they'll feel when I do them. And that sometimes helps me a lot more than if I'm just thinking about like hovering like in the third person, just like looking at myself doing it. Sometimes that like doesn't really fit. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like we weren't really explaining thoroughly. I know what you're talking well, about. I think I that's part I, of that first person. I, I do look at first it. First person and I, third person. Well, he's yeah. just saying instead of just what you're seeing, yeah. what does it feel like to be, are you upside down? Are you like. No, no. I, the, when I visualize, I'm guy? usually visualizing it in first person, but I've also visualized third person. But So good thing you like covered that. I think, I think first, we yeah, first person kinesthetic thought yeah. helps me the most. Like where I'm thinking like, okay, here I am. Like I can just kind of like feel my, my hands and my like feet moving mm-hmm. through the air. I can like, I don't know, I see everything, but I'm mostly thinking about what it feels like to do it. Yeah. I think that's crucial. Because if you can't feel the movement, that's that's what visualization accomplishes. Yeah. Like what, what, a lot of times what people say like with visualization is that your muscles actually perform those movements to some extent. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of times when you watch videos and you watch a ton of videos, like one day something will just click. Yeah. Like for me, that's how I learned all of my parkour stuff is I had to just watch videos and then do it. Yeah. So, but part of that, the biggest piece of it is feeling it like in your muscles. If you're not feeling it, then you're just like, you're not really doing a lot. It's, it's really about like living into that experience. Totally agree. Next. Also totally the last agree. One? Hmm? Said also totally agree. It's weird. Some days you can really pick out those techniques too. And like today, I'm struggling with my Webster. It's pretty pathetic what my Webster <laughs> looks like for like compared to the rest of like the techniques I have. Sometimes <laughs> like it's a little out of proportion. I feel like yeah. So now I'm like, you like, can't do this, and I'm like, dude, you do so such beast stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can do it, but you know it looks whack, and I can't get it to look right. But look other like days it'll practice. click really well, and I think. It's Sometimes I just have to give up on those days when I can't visualize a Webster <laughs> um, or any other technique that is in my way. All right. That was the last one for yours. Yep. Okay. We got four more. This one's for Knox. How would you compare Leon to other top practitioners that you've met? Like his jump for Dylan's. Who is this? Zahir or Zayar Rashid. Excuse me. <laughs> also, you don't have to answer this one. How has your training changed from when you were training with me? I don't know why I read that like I was in first grade, but. So, Leon. Leon is a beast. A lot of people don't know who the guy named Leon is. Patrick Medeiros. He was OG tribe member. 
long before I was on the tribe, he actually left the tribe, and then shortly after, um, I ended up being on the tribe, which was pretty cool. Um, but that dude jumps like a beast. His standing pre, like, I didn't think that people could jump further than him, like, until I met Dylan. And then I realized that there's just, like, it's this is like another world, like when you're talking about Dylan. But no, Leon is a beast, and like Leon's somebody that's like very much so like Dylan, like crazy power, like insane power, ridiculously good technique and landings. He's someone that like you would watch someone do something, and he would just go and do it better. Like mm-hmm. he's just super talented. But um, yeah, Leon, he was he's my idol. He's the one who like when I first started training he was like you're gonna be on the tribe one day and this was like after i had only been training for like a pretty short period of time and he got me really stoked out he like guided me along the way like the first day he ever met me he was like you should slow down and like work more on like the basics and like not throw yourself around so much yeah he was definitely a big mentor to me um the second part was he's a beast how has your training changed oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so he's got all the best qualities that you want in a practitioner, however, still can't jump as far as Dylan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, no, he's, he's really has, good. Yeah, he actually is, blew his ACL well, out, so he can't train. How has so. uh, training changed since when you were training with Zayar? Um, I wait, before, I because I, I just got some misinformation. He blew his ACL out. He still does train because his muscles are really strong. So I want to say he's not yeah. training anymore. But, yeah, Dylan's just training different stuff on a different level than he's training stuff anymore. So, okay. um, what was the question? How has your training changed since when you were Ooh, uh, How has it changed? Um, I train with super manly people now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to not do much height training. Um, I'm definitely, now I push my mental game. And it's kind of funny because I doubt myself so much now. But if I like went back and trained with old people, I like see such a huge improvement of like my training. Because I, I'm constantly like comparing myself to these people where before I would compare myself to people. And it's not about comparing yourself to people. But you do. Let's just face it. <laughs> you do. And now, like, the people that I'm around, constantly around training, they're just super talented and they're, like, just beasts. And so, like, I'm, like, a notch down. And it's harder for me to see, like, my I'm progressions. I'm a notch down, though. No, no, no. no a notch no, no. different, bro. No, no. I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a notch, I'm a notch different. But I'm, like, whereas, like, before I felt like I was up here, I'm, I'm lower than in some departments. But I'm like actually better than power. I was. Okay. I, I'm better so than like I was. In, in, in your old community, you were one of the furthest jumpers. In our community, well, you're Sam. not. Well, Sam, Sam Blatner is a beat, yeah. obviously. But like, is that what you're kind of saying, though? I mean, there's definitely a lot in of different categories. Jump. You might like your strengths might have like shifted. You might have realized yeah. that like maybe you're actually not top dog in like all these categories in here. But um, maybe you know, big fish, small pond kind of like thing. No, for sure. You felt like you were maybe just more on like no one was pushing you in your jumps as much or you're in just like in general like Like, there are certain aspects that like you know but at the same time i because i wasn't exposed it i was like very like easygoing and like loving with the movement and i was just like loved to move on like i mean i still obviously love to move but it, it was just different um i feel like now i'm it's it's harder because i'm training for like a different purpose now i'm like all right my diet's changed I'm like constantly thinking about like my posture or like what I have to do to rehab stuff, you know, uh, like smashing stuff out with like lacrosse balls and rollers and whatnot. Like I'm constantly thinking about like how to improve like my parkours before it was just movement was the only thing I thought about. 
And so now I'm like, I know that I'm improving, like probably at a pretty solid like rate, even though in some, it's some days it doesn't feel that way. You know, you think that stuff's getting in your way at all? Um, thinking about all that? Or you just I think, I think sometimes it does, but I, I, I know that like it is important to like be doing that stuff and I'm not going to be like, you know what? I just don't want to think about that stuff because it just like clouds me because I want my body to like be optimal. So I'm just going to do those things. Like I'm just not going to eat like, McDonald's. Right. I used to eat McDonald's like a G. I go to Wendy's. I mean, yeah, you're younger shit. too. It's just like, yeah, it's so like you now, pull it off. That's now, just part of getting old too. Yeah, it's partially. like I just want to be smart about my training and like be able to reach my potential. And I think if I'm like slacking off in a lot of departments and only thinking about the movement, I'm more than likely to come across injuries a lot faster. You gonna say something? Um, I don't know. I was gonna say that was that's kind of a tricky one for me too. I think when you when you get really wrapped up in like trying to optimize everything, you, you, like, you have less time. You have less, less time, time and, and you're just like weaker mentally on a little bit because you're like, oh well, I didn't do this, so like, oh, I didn't I do, can't my, do my like I didn't do my stretching last night, so I'm not gonna be beast today. I've been or I didn't do my alpha brain this morning. <laughs> Hashtag on it. <laughs> so, uh, give a sponsor us please uh or i didn't you know whatever i didn't do this i didn't do that i had gluten yesterday eh, eh. and yeah. i know what you mean like i've more i've let things slip now because i feel like just quality of life went up a little bit i was i was getting diminishing returns on like really trying to optimize and yeah. i i've but i'm grateful for that period of my life because i've made really good habits like sugary things don't taste good to me anymore. Like I don't try to treat myself to to cupcakes anymore. I can't finish them because they're too sugary. Because I've like trained my taste buds. To yeah, and it also it now. tastes like bad stuff. You're like, Normalized. this is a bad thing to be. There's eating. a lot of good things that can help, but yeah, I've definitely pulled the reins or loosened the reins. Yeah, I think me, that there's just like um, some stuff that it's like, all right, now I'm just really conscious about those things, and so I feel I just will, will feel bad about it if I don't do it in some regards. But before I was really like, yeah, I'm OCD like that sometimes. Yeah. I like. I feel like I have to earn it, you know, in a way it's, it's yeah. maybe a little bit obsessive or whatever, but it's just like, I, it, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's like, Dude, if, I, if I don't, des- I feel like I don't deserve to have like beast movement that day. If I didn't put in hard work in some capacity, Yeah. like if I'm not depriving myself of, Dude, lately, you know, whatever. not lately, really, it doesn't feel like de- depriving, but like you're saying, like you're Dude, lately when I've been training, I've just been like, it didn't even matter the situation. I've just been like. I'm going to like have fun and I'm going to do shit. Yeah. I've just been telling myself it's like so much more. It's like easier if you can right. just get wrapped that. We're getting way Anyways, deep on this. Yeah. We're like question, four and a so. half hours in this podcast. Jesus. All right. We got three more. One. With. Thank you for listening. Jeez. No. <laughs> One more. Um, I was, we were, okay. Kevin Williams goes, where's the AOM commentary? I'm glad someone said something fine. All right. We're able to I was like, it. I'm not even going to put it up because I don't we think anyone gives a shit. It but I was like, if it. anyone asks, we'll put it up. Um, no, so you're gonna put it up. We're gonna put it up. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's super long. AOM is like two hours long. Just we, so we you know, Kevin. Stuff, but... Just so you know, we skipped around because we were getting bored and stuff. So it's gonna be kind of hard to queue it up with you. If you're gonna watch it, we, side by I side. think we shouted out like time codes, like or timestamps every time we shifted it. But it's gonna be garbage to listen to. So. We'll put it up just for you. <sighs> the thing is, like, it's there was no good insights in that. Dude, there really wasn't. Hey, what? If you want it's just us sticking there, around, but I'm gonna just, throw it on there. Like it's like, like, oh, it's gonna be a bonus. Jason put... Paul looks hot. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a nice run. We just sat around and, <laughs> watched, like, and watched it. We didn't like. Digging. We weren't really trying to do anything like broadcast style. We were just watching it. So, um, we'll put a disclaimer. But it is we'll put a disclaimer. We're, on we're gonna put it up. 
All right, Shyam Dialakalar. Give yourself some credit. Shyam Dialakal. Dekalar. Wait. Dekalar. You nailed it, bro. Dekalar. Dekalar. Wait, let me see. Dekalar. There's an extra syllable in there. Shyam, right? Yeah. Oh. What would you say? It's not Shyam. I think it's Shyam. Shyam. What would you say, skill wise, taller? Taller free runners, six plus. By the way, high level or better. Zahar and Sham are both uh, East Coasters. Dope. Okay, you just interrupted me to say that. Thanks. It's though. okay. I just want to shout out the East Coast. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, skill wise? Taller free runners, six plus at a higher level or better at. What the hell? It's, I can't read this question. Let me fucking read Try that. to read that. It's worded <laughs> weird, man. What would you say, skill wise? Taller free runners, six plus at a high level, are better at. Okay, this See? is hard. It's weird. <laughs> no, let me give it a shot. Let me no, give it no, 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 the no, East Coast. No, 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 no. Maybe guys, there's no punctuation. In this. It's okay. okay. I'm good at analyzing these things. Are better at speaking. Dude, read it like your you're ghetto. With It'll training be with others who fit this type. I know it's hard to say because style can differ so much. Training of what type? Can I? Can I just take a gander at this? See if see if you can translate East Coast. There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> what would you say skill-wise? Taller free runners, six plus? At a high level or better at speaking <laughs> off your experience with training? I think it's speaking of your experience with training with others who fit this type. Um, I think that there's just not enough punctuation for any of that. To That's what I was saying. Okay. Shit, He's saying is he asking if six plus taller free runners are better at parkour than... That's that's the assumption I'm gonna make, and I'm gonna say no. I think that they have. I think there's certain unique strengths of different unique heights. strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just like say that. Some there are some people like Daniel Arroyo, insane. He's super short. He's like five one. I don't even know. He's not, I don't think he's that short. But his strength to weight ratio is insane. He does matrix shit for yeah. his like proportions. I mean, he's ultimately, if you're tall. And, and your muscles are like also really strong. You're gonna be able to jump farther. Yeah, like that's just how it works. Like but at the same Sam time, Blattner's there's a lot super of strong. Yeah, jump exactly. Far, and tall. you've got like fucking Kai Willis and Mish Todorovic, who are just like ridiculous. giant dudes. And then they also have like really reactive muscles. So it's just like yeah, you've just got more to work with as far as like big stuff goes. Yeah, you know, like someone like Brian Prince. Like there's a lot of people that are really tall who move mad like. With Super awkward, you know? And then you have that one dude, Alfred Scott, who's just super tall. Did you just call He's Brian like, Prince awkward? No, no, no. And I was I was saying that I was gonna get to Brian Prince how he moves really well. I was say, he and Alfred like Scott, he does he's super tall, he does insane crazy shit for his height. Brian Prince moves around like a majestic Alfred horse Scott. galloping through space. Yeah. It's incredible. But then you see some like tall dudes who are just awkward, and I think that just like some people are awkward. You know? Well, your body tape is definitely going to... Yeah, it, it's also affected by the space, Affect you the way you can move. If you have really long arms, you're going to lashay further. If you have... If you're really tall, but you have short arms, you're still going to, like, have shittier lashay. But, but you have mad pull-ups. You have more challenge You have mad pull-ups. I've you know? found that shorter, like, more compact people have a way of, like, moving, like, quickly and fluidly through, like, spaces. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If, I think of, like... I don't know. Logan Breitweiser comes to mind. I trained with him like a long time ago. He was really but he would do like a lot of like really like powerful like little low flips and vaults and stuff. And like you think of like the GUP guys too. Yeah. Those guys are all like pretty short. I and they just do like I don't know, really quick, like smooth lines because they're just their hands and their feet are really close and they're just like just moving around like Well, there's something 
to be said about like your nervous system response and stuff even. I don't even know. Like Rafe was actually um, talking about this recently on a post about how like lateral, like I don't know, just corrections and stuff. Shorter people have an advantage in that capacity. And he's like trying to actually pin down like an ideal body type for parkour. Um, so he's doing some research on that again we talked about him again so Rafe Kelly Rafe Kelly's gonna be able to get I think that's kind of silly it's a little bit ridiculous I think that honestly for parkour in general I mean parkour like like for parkour for parkour techniques excuse me but like for if you if you bias jumping and swinging and this and that like what are like the dimensions that are going to be the most favorable yeah obviously like there's dimensions that's going to like switch that around so it's going to be by person basis however However, if you're like strong enough proportionally for the size of your body, you're going to be able to change direction just as quickly as someone who's little in the same strength. You know? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't – yeah. It's just like it, the, the thing that he was bringing up is that things don't scale up perfectly. Yeah, it's not a direct – Taller people like, don't, don't generally have like the same percentages of like tissues as like shorter people like oh, relative gotcha. to their body size. It doesn't scale like a perfect person or like – There's not, not direct You know what I mean? It's not – it's Unless you're Mish. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Mish and you're from the future. Um, so, I don't know. There was just interesting points there to be made. But Alfred have, Scott like, is another much. interesting case because he's like really... It's like 6'4", But right? it's, like, it's, it's like a thin... He's like a lanky but like thin body type. And you can just tell that like his, his ligaments and like the way he snaps things in, he just uses his length to his advantage in such a way because he has more rotational inertia. He can like whip and like bring his legs and hips together like so uniquely because his limbs are actually lighter i feel like he generates that rotational thing like if he was a thicker dude he wouldn't be able to rotate as fast huh just a hypothesis anyhow all right fucking finally the last question of the night joey hirschman who would win in a fight josh yaden is it yaden or yadon everyone says yaden or any two stores yadon and i'm a dick what was it? Or any two store members. Wait. That's the first half. I totally blanked out. It's wait. 1 a.m. right now. Wait, wait. Jesus what? Christ. All right. Okay, what's Josh Jaden or two stores? Don't. Versus That's two the stores? whole question. That who would a win in a terrible... fight? Shut oh. up and listen. <laughs> who would win in a fight? You, didn't, you just said. You said I just said out. it twice. Who would win in a fight? Josh Jaden or two stores? Definitely Josh Jaden. He was like a fucking marine, and he's dude, a ginger. Okay, he's a fucking beast, next, dude. He's like, next, he's like a superhero. This is the second shooter. half of this question: <laughs> Anon or twelve? Or excuse me, ten, twelve-year-old boys. <laughs> I'm too tired for this. Shit. Dude, I might have to give them to the twelve-year-old boys. <laughs> I'm gonna no. go with the twelve-year-old boys because, well, where are these twelve-year-old boys from? Are they Russian? Are they like? Are they Chinese? They're from the streets. They, yeah, they're from the streets. But they also could have badass martial arts skills, you know. Um, I think it's going to depend on that crowd. Anon's got some pretty. I think he's. He's a good dancer. He might be able to spin out of it. You know, spin out. I'm going to go say. 12, I would be surprised any, if he had 10, no martial 10, arts. 12 year olds though. If they, got, if they got him on the ground, he's if they done. Can, if they can if get he, a hold of him, if he runs away for a little second and then he punches one of them, runs away, and then another. <laughs> At the same time, the I feel like runs away a little wait, bit. In my experience wrestling little kids, which I do all the time, by the way, I don't, but I've done this. Um, usually, they're not all attacking at the same time. So they're not very coordinated. They're not. They you can. They they're kind of scared. And you could just fuck a couple of them up in just a Dude, moment. Think about twelve-year-olds though. 12 Some year olds of them aren't are necessarily little kids. They're in sixth grade, yo. 
Some of them are in seventh grade. They I knew a kid in sixth well grade done. that was like seven, or excuse me, like six and a half feet tall. He's ridiculous. That guy, I'd kick him in his knees, chop him down. He'd go. First. I'm going with the twelve year old boys. Sorry, yeah, I think I think that they might have him. In- I think I'm I'm, get, I'm picturing like some kind of gangster like twelve year olds. Are like who kind of who? How like many the ten, ones that- twelve year old boys hang out? They're gonna be causing trouble. Yeah, like the ones they were selling. At boys don't hang out in groups of ten unless they're fucking around. <laughs> so I'm gonna say the twelve year old boys. I'm gonna give it to you, Anon. Shout out, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, you're the decider. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Anon. Yeah. <laughs> Only because I have a feeling that growing up with in his lifestyle, the way that he did, you know, he probably was like, I also probably want to learn martial arts just because he probably had enough money to do it. And you probably could fight some kids off. Pretty all <laughs> Sounds right. Sounds like some Ebola logic, bro. It may be so. <laughs> However, <laughs> I like him. I like him. I like him and too. I think. I don't think can, I could win in a fight likely, against 10, 12 year olds. He might be able to like do some parkour, scatter away, fight a couple of them that catch up. That's what I'm you know, saying, just, dude. You know, it depends. Okay, we're, it's, we're it's talking about environment. If it's in like a cage match, though, they're definitely. Oh, cage? Get okay. oh he's done. Okay, he's cage done. match. Sorry. <laughs> he's done. Yeah. If it's just like free for all city, if it's like a parking state? lot that's like really big, maybe. No, yeah, if it's a cage fight. What about an alley? Can you can you Mario double? It's kind of halfway between the two. <laughs> it's like less stuff. I'm still can gonna I... give it to the boys in the alleyway because one of those we have back kids pick up a pipe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and what if a non picks up that pipe? Dude, dude, a non's probably packing heat, dude. He's just gonna bust dude, the cap in the air dude. and scare the kids just away. Gonna get some shit. Dude, if he picks up a pipe, he might pull some fucking crazy shit out of his ass and just take them all out. All right. I bet you he could use a staff or some collie sticks. I hope he's listening and he can contest this and tell us what. Right in the comments, about He's probably gonna tell us a real story of how he beat he's up like, twelve. Well, it was like I beat up fourteen 10, and a half. Year olds, whatever. Like, Maybe he was only ten olds. when it happened though, so it's okay. All right. If you're still with us after the fucking Ebola. Bullets, sweater, scarf, scare. Scarves. If you if you made it past scarves, I'm proud of you. Dude. (laughs) Worst podcast ever. You can blame Knox for starting it without our permission. Um hashtag Knox is a dick. Close out with a big (laughs) fuck you, Knox. Fuck you, you, Knox.